Welcome to the cemetery. I'm former gravedigger Nathan Barnett from spooky old New England, and you're listening to Grave Stories. Got a really good episode this week, a very special episode, so this won't be a very long intro. I just want to say thank you to some sponsors that I have. And this sponsor is a Patreon supporter. So I have a supporter named Pat who has a musical act called Pat and Mac. And Pat and Mac is Pat and his Macintosh computer. Pat and Mac make music together. Basically, Pat makes the music with the Macintosh computer. There you go. Pretty good name. I like it. And it's actually pretty good. You guys should check out Pat and Mac. So I said before that if anyone wants a shout out, I will do it. So my supporters... Get your money's worth. Thank you for supporting me. I appreciate it. I want to share other creations, other people's things. You never know what you might find. If someone shared this podcast with you and you somehow like it, I don't know how or why you do, but thank you for being here and listening. But someone may have shared it with you and now you're listening to it. So I'd like to do the same thing. So check out patandmacmusic.com. Pat and Mac on YouTube. There's some music videos. Check them out. He seems like a cool dude. He supports me. So carry on the favor everyone support pat and mac thanks pat thanks for listening to the podcast i really appreciate it all right now let's get into this episode with my very special guest my own mother after this commercial break the halloween hall of fame will continue after these messages and at participating hallmark stores get your hands on the spooky sounds tape full of creepy sounds and halloween theme songs $1.95 with any $5 Hallmark purchase, only at participating Hallmark stores. Ah! It's a scream. Welcome back, everyone. Wow, what a great commercial we had that time. Maybe, just maybe, that company will hear this ad 30 years later and go, you know what? We won't give him money, but we also won't sue him. That's all I can ask for. Now, back into uh, the spookiness, everyone. We have the spookiest guest I could ever get on this podcast. My own mother. My own mother. My own own mom. My own self. (laughs) My my own self. Yes. (laughs) you You should have your own podcast and call it My Own Self. I used to be French. I used to be French. <laughs> Your father used to be black. Oh, oh my but God. But now he's not. Because his great, great, great fourth grandfather was what, a black slave. What my mom is saying, which no one is going to really probably even understand this joke. My dad this could sound racist. <laughs> no, my no, dad, not at all. Not at all. But there's not a joke we say uh, where uh, my mom used to say, I used to be French, you know. Which doesn't make any sense, but it's a quote we have in the family because her ancestors were French. Right. So, and we have black ancestors on my dad's family. So Mm. my mom says, my dad used to be black. (laughs) Yeah, we have a pretty famous, was he the great, 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 great grandfather? He was a famous uh, African fiddle. Oh, no, he's from, where was he from? Yeah, he's your fifth and he's dad's fourth great grandfather, Joseph Antonio Emity. Was a black slave from Mali kidnapped and put into service on a ship for seven years and then freed in Cornwall, England. And there's a huge museum and grave site for him. He was a famous musician. Wow. None of it rubbed off on me. No, but it did rub off on Dad. 
Yeah, Dad is a, a musician, mm-hmm. and so are Josh and Seth, my brothers, for those who don't know. Mm-hmm. What's he saying? He's yelling from the other room. Tell him to be quiet. <laughs> this is my show. Be quiet. This is mom's, his mom's show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy's pretty cool. Didn't Seth and Helen go to his grave or something in England? Helen did. Yeah, she, they're going to go again, but Helen did go recently. That's cool. Yeah. Leah went, too. Oh, really? That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. We have a celebrity in the family. Right. Right. Wow. And they had a band when they came to America. They had a, there was his sons. They had bands, and um, it went a couple generations. So a lot of newspaper articles written about him. You can go online and read about him. And if you search Joseph him, Emity. Joseph Antonio Emity. Yeah, and there's no photos of him because it was so old. There's only like a drawing. Yeah, of him, it was the right? like 1700s. Yeah. Wow. Perfect. He was very famous. Perfect prime time for ghosts, the 1700s. Right, right. And we're coming up on the national holiday, Halloween. Oh, the national holiday. Yes, this episode is our Halloween. I say Halloween episode. Halloween is tomorrow. So I thought it would be perfect to do a special episode here of telling my own ghost stories and that I thought my mom would be a good co-host because she lives with my dad still in the house where all these this ghost activity happened and my mom is a major ghost fanatic I think the reason I believe any creak I hear in the house I instantly go yep that's ghost confirmed is because I that's am how a my ghost mom story. is <laughs> I am a ghost story you are a ghost story yes you're a scary story I'm a ghostly ghastly story yeah you're ghastly all right only in reality. Uh, so I was going to say, instead of me, I've told these stories over live streams in the past about like things that have happened in my house, but I often get the details wrong and my mom remembers them better. I figure my mom can tell some of the stories of some of the things that happened in the house. And she has all the history. Oh, she's got it all written down. She's I got a list made here. Notes. She made notes. Because my mom remembers the stuff that happened in the house to the owner before we had it and before them. And I don't remember all yeah. these details. So I figured if yeah. you wanted to start telling them some of the stuff that happened. This is in uh, Milford, Massachusetts, by the way. Yeah. My mom is sitting in the kitchen there right now in this mm-hmm. haunted town. Mm, haunted is, town has anything happened time. lately? No, it's been very quiet. And the reason I would think is because we've restored the house, not remodeled the house. We restored it to very close to what it probably looked like in the 1860s, little Victorian workman's cottage. And um, so we think the ghost is very comfortable now and not making any noise, but there was a lot more noise and happenings when we first started pulling walls out, which is often the case uh, when people restore an old building. Um, And when new people move in, it can tend to get very active because the ghost is like, oh, who's this? So we moved in on Halloween afternoon that's right. That's right. I wanted to mention that. We moved in Halloween night. I remember we moved from Medway, Massachusetts to Milford, Massachusetts. And we were, my parents were moving and we were like, we want to go trick or treating. I was in like 10th grade. I was like six, 16 or something, almost 17. And I really wanted to go trick or treating. And so we went trick or treating and then we had to come back home to finish moving with my parents. It was a weird night to move, but we moved on Halloween. It was basically 23 years ago to the day right now because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Halloween's yep. in like a day. Yep. Wow. So, uh, yeah, so we moved in on Halloween. Yeah. So we were moving in, and the house had lots of uh, lime green carpeting on That's the right. front porch and up the stairway. So 
and it was so ugly. So I, as we were moving in, I was pulling it out. I was ripping it out. Couldn't even look at and, it for one day. <laughs> oh, it was gross. It was disgusting. And underneath the padding was like sand. It had all decomposed and it was gross. So we were ripping it out. I was pulling it out, putting it on the front porch. I pulled up the carpeting on the front porch and uh, left it in a pile. So that the stairs, the reason I say this is because the stairway was then... Um, exposed and it's a wooden stairway with old you know original staircase yeah so um, so we were moving things in and it was such a mad rush that I was we were putting everything in the cellar in boxes so that we could just get it out in the house get it out of the way and then I would go through the boxes and find what I needed as each day went by so I was down cellar the boys and their dad had just dropped off another load. We moved uh, with our own car. It was like a nice Chevy Suburban. Oh, the Suburban. With with the wrong colored door. That Suburban. I got voted for that because I drove that car to school every day. And in the yearbook, <laughs> they like end your senior year, they vote like most whatever, or, you know, charismatic. I got most individualistic. And then I got a second title of worst car. Worst because I drove car. that giant suburban to school, which it was tan <laughs> and red, and had yeah, and it had one black door, and that door also had a section of wood paneling on it. Right. So it was right. like three different things, and the the thing, <laughs> every single time you turned it on, it would backfire super loud, <laughs> and it was very startling. There was actually a black stain on the side of the garage where the <gasps> exhaust pipe was because it would blow smoke at the wall every time. <laughs> So everyone at this high school parking lot would hear me turn it on, big boom. I was like, oh, there goes Nathan back to Milford. <laughs> that... Announcing Nathan's re- return to Milford. Yeah. So we were moving in, and I was down solid, you know, putting boxes in different sections so I could find things easily. And I was alone in the house, and the boys had just left with their dad in the uh, aforementioned suburban. The, the suburban. Um, the power steering used to go out. F also, another yeah. note, when you'd hit puddles, and then it would get really hard to steer for about 10 seconds until it dried off. <laughs> it I'm remembering off. all these things as we're talking about this rotten car. But I felt bad that I got voted worst car in high school because it wasn't my car. It was my parents' car. So basically, the high school kids were insulting my parents' car. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was pretty nasty car, but it worked. Care. It got us where we were going. It, it moved. And it moved us into our haunted house. So they were going back for another load and I was alone in the house and then I was down cellar and right under the, right in the cellar, I was directly under the stairway that goes to the second floor. Yeah, yeah. And so I heard a whole set of footsteps come all, footsteps come all the way down the stairway. And I was like, who's that? I was like, oh, what did you forget? So I came up the cellar stairs and I was looking to see which of the boys it was, because it was one of their footsteps. Many times, you people may remember this in your own houses, each family member usually has their own footstep pattern. So when you hear one of them coming up the stairs or down, you can tell, oh, that's so-and-so, or that's this one. Oh yeah, they all have their own unique pattern of stepping. So I heard one of them and it was sounded like one of the boys. And I was like, ah, so I ran up and I said, what'd you forget? Nothing, no answer. I was like, hello, where are you? I looked out the front, the car was gone. I looked out the side, the car was not on the side. I looked in the rest of the rooms. Oh, oh, oh it's six o'clock. o'clock. It's six o'clock, if you guys didn't hear. That's right, I said to my mom before recording, I was like, 
can you go record this anywhere where there aren't cuckoo clocks? And she goes, there's cuckoo clocks everywhere. Because there are. I'm looking at three of them right now. There's my 19 mom, clocks. My mom and dad like um, cuckoo clocks and my dad And that one behind them. me hasn't been working. The little music hasn't been playing and it just played. Oh, so what? It's maybe the ghost, the ghost it's the is ghost. my clock. Definitely. <laughs> it knows you're talking about it. The ghost is yeah. trying to get some attention. Yep. Wow. So this episode is I actually haunted. Wa- Can't believe it. Walked. <laughs> I walked around. Nobody. Nobody in the house. I was all alone. I couldn't believe it. I was like, okay. And that was so. That was like the very so first experience you had in this house. This no, was the first. Yeah. We didn't even know there was yep. ghost activity in this house. No, I didn't time. know at the time. So I went down cellar, I kept doing things, and then because we were changing towns and you guys were in high school, I had paperwork from the high school to make sure the following Monday, because I think it was a weekend, you guys were all set to go back to school. So you were going to go back to school in the old town, not the new town, Mm -hmm. and I needed specific paperwork for that, which I had kept right on the top of a box. So I would know where it was. So that's, I was down solo looking for that paperwork. And I was having a conniption fit because I was like, oh my God, where's the paperwork? I left it in this box. The box was marked. It was the box I brought in first. I kept it on top of everything so I would know exactly Oh, it was the box you brought in first. Right. Which makes me think that maybe it was the first thing the ghost could have got his hands on. I don't know, but I had kept it on the top of a pile of other things so I wouldn't have to dig for it. So yeah. it was a box at the top, bottom of the cellar stairs. It was the top box on a whole bunch of other boxes, and it was marked with the paperwork. So I opened the box to find it, and it wasn't there. And I was like, oh, my God, where is the paperwork? I need the paperwork. So, as usual, I just started yelling out loud. Uh, as usual, I just started yelling out loud. Yep, that's yelling. what my mom does. She's always just Nobody. yelling out loud. And I was talking to St. Anthony. I was saying my St. Anthony prayer. Dear St. Anthony, look around. Something's lost and can't be found. I said, I need that paperwork. I have to have that paperwork. I need that paperwork now. Where is it? And I still do that to this day. And um, I went upstairs. I did something else. I was in some other rooms. I thought maybe I'd put it somewhere different. It wasn't there. Put looked maybe where my pocketbook was. Nothing. Went back down cellar to keep looking, and on top of the box was the paperwork. Whoa! Wait, wait. On top of the box. So on the only the way. So oh, th- that gives me goosebumps. That's freaking me out big time. Because that. Oh wow, that's scary. Because that's like you walked away and the ghost went and put it on top. Right. Wait, and but then wait. Later, so what I want to know is where in the universe did that ghost have that file? Was it where did it hide it? Did it make it disappear from your eyes, like in this know. realm, or did it hide yeah. it somewhere physical in the house and then I pulled it out? And does that mean it floated? When I want to see what happened in that room when you weren't in there. <laughs> How did it get there? there. Because you would have seen it literally on top of the box when you walked away. It's not like you put it there and didn't realize. I was looking for it. I looked in the box. I closed the box. I didn't know where it was. So I went and looked in other places, other rooms, upstairs, kitchen, wherever, front porch. And then when I went back down cellar, I was like, all right, I'm going to have to go through every one of these boxes. And there it was right on top. Wow. That's crazy. Little did we know. Well, little did we know at that time. This was the method of this ghost. Oh, yeah. I learned this later. Right. So we moved in um, and 
things were sort of fine. I don't know, little maybe some things happened. I don't really remember, but I do remember certain things happening, but I don't remember how far after we moved in that was. Mm-hmm. Um, we had, Seth and I were in the kitchen one time shortly after we moved in, and you were upstairs. This, this is the Christmas cookie one. You guys were decorating Christmas cookies. It was near Christmas. I, yeah, time. I don't remember what we were doing. We were in the I'm kitchen. I'm pretty sure it was almost, from what I remember, I've told this like here and there. I don't know if I ever said this on the podcast or not, but like I won't say the whole story. I'll just set up what I remember. I remember I was upstairs with my door open, which is basically at the very top of the stairs. I was playing video yep. games. Uh, yep. I was playing Sega Saturn. I was playing the game Double Switch. I remember sitting on the floor playing it when you yelled up to me, and you and Seth were decorating Christmas cookies, and Dad was in the cellar right below yeah. you guys. Right. We're all like in a line on top of each other almost. Yeah. Going up yeah. and down on three three yeah. stories. And I guess I called you to come down. No, no, no. So no. you don't remember? No, I didn't call you. You Seth and Seth and were, were just decorating cookies, talking. We were doing stuff. And, right. And, and then, then you, we heard, we yeah, heard you, you, we thought, we heard you yeah. come down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. And the sound on the stairs is the same. The same sound that I heard when I was alone in the house looking for the papers. The sound was tap, tap, tap. Uh, leather soles on wood, which is a very distinct sound. It's not a sneaker sound. It's a, it's a, very crisp like a ballet shoe tap, almost tap, tap and so nobody in this family wore leather shoes mm. everybody wore sneakers and um i have some leather shoes but i didn't have them on that day and um it would sound like slippers i would guess almost. they sound they're just a, it's a sharp tapping sound mm. so this sound this person came down the stairs tap 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 to the bottom of the stairs so Seth and I both turned because you can see the bottom of the stairway from the kitchen counter mm-hmm. yep. and looked to see it. We thought it was you because it sounded like your footsteps and there was nothing there. And I said, Nathan? And Seth went, nay. And I said, Nathan? Nothing. And Seth and was I like, remember you saying, Nathan, nay. take off and your shoes. And then I went in the hallway and I went, Nathan. And you went, what? You were upstairs. And I'm like, oh. I was like, you're upstairs? Yeah. <laughs> Because I remember you yelling, Nathan, and I was like, what'd she say? And then you said it again, and then I crawled over to the door, and you said, take off your shoes. And I said, because you thought yeah. I like, ran up and down the stairs with my shoes on, and I said, yeah. my shoes are off. I'm in my room playing video games. And you said, did right. you come downstairs? And I said, no, yeah. I'm playing video games. Right. And that's when you and Dad, were like, whoa. Dad was in the cellar right under the stairs, and yeah. he didn't hear anything. That's what's he, crazy. He so didn't you, hear a thing. It, so with this two crazy things, you both heard the same thing. So it yeah. wasn't like one person just made it up in their head or they were yeah. just thinking about footsteps subconsciously and you made yourself think yeah. you heard footsteps. You both heard it out of the blue while talking and doing other things. Yeah. And dad, who was probably the closest to the sound because his head yeah. was literally in your, at six feet tall, your head almost touches the stairs when you're yeah, on the cellar high. stairs. Yeah. The, 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 ceiling the stairs is low. above you are very close to your head. Dad yep. would have heard someone run up the stairs more Definitely. than anybody, and he heard nothing. Nothing. So it's like yep. the ghost wants certain people to hear it or something. To hear it, yeah, yeah. Isn't that weird? Like if so, it was just you or just Seth that heard it, I would think, oh, you're just hearing things or thinking in your head, but you both mm-hmm. out of nowhere heard it. That's yeah. crazy. So about a month after we moved in, I had a doctor's appointment. I went just for a checkup. And it was people we knew, the doctor we've known for 20 years went in. And the girl in the office, uh, she was taking my blood pressure and this and that. And, oh, how you doing? I said, well, you know, okay, it's a little stressful. We just moved from a different town. We just moved into Milford. 
you know, I was kind of busy. My boys had to change schools and da 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 da. Oh, she said, where'd you move to? I said, oh, I said, actually, it's pretty convenient because the doctor's office was right up the street from this house. Yeah. Um, I said, gee, it's kind of co- nice. I said, it's actually right down the street. It's on the street. And she goes, oh, really? She said, where on the street? You don't have to say I the said, address. Yeah, I said, oh, I said, it's... Uh, I was going to say, you don't have to say the address so the podcast doesn't know where you live. Oh, sorry. Well, you can dump that out or something. I'll bleep out the address, but yeah. Yes. So I told her our, our street address... And she went, oh, my God. She goes, I grew up in that house. What? Oh, I and remember I, this. Yeah. I, I haven't said, heard these oh stories in God. like 20 years, I guess. Her name was Gloria. And she grew up in this house. And she said, have you met the ghost? And I said, I don't know. What does the ghost do? So she started telling me about the things that happened when she lived here. I don't remember um, her, you meeting her. This, this is crazy that she happened to live in the house. I thought you just got in touch with the old owner. I didn't realize it was no, a doctor. No, I happened to meet her in Joe's office. Wow. So she so worked for Joe? She worked for Joe. The doctor, so, Joe? Wow. Yeah. So I said, well, what happened to you? She said, well, there was a little bedroom, which was a little bedroom off the kitchen down here. They had a very heavy mirror that they had hung up, and it was so heavy they had it on two really big bolts, like a, a wire going over two because it was so heavy they didn't want yeah. it on one. And there, her little sister, I think, used to sleep in that bedroom or somebody slept in that bedroom. Yeah. And she said her sister was sitting in her bedroom and screaming. They came running in and they said, what is wrong? And the mirror itself went up a little bit, lifted off the bolts and went down the wall really, really, really slowly oh. into the floor. My yeah. God! I was like, "Wow!" I said, "No, that hasn't happened." <laughs> That's like poltergeist stuff. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. And her mother worked at the hospital uh, for many years, and she used to go in. I think in the afternoon. I think she worked like three to seven or something. And uh, her mother was getting ready to go to work, and she uh, needed her glasses. She wore glasses. And she had set them down on the kitchen table and went and did something and came back down to pick up her keys and her glasses and her glasses were gone. She looked all over the house. She was getting late for work. She went in the cupboard. She went here. She went everywhere. She started saying, I need my glasses. Where are my glasses? And she came back downstairs, went in the kitchen, back into the pantry we used to have, the little pantry room, which was a long, narrow room all to itself. And there were her glasses sitting on the floor, in the middle of the floor. This is exactly what would happen to me. I remember the the keys, it happened with a few things, like my glasses and my keys, but I remember this one time with the keys the most. Everyone hung their keys up on the rack. We had a rack. Right when you walk in the door, like a key hook, everyone just hung their keys there. It's just everyone did it, and I never didn't. So I was running. I was like, "Where are my keys? I don't understand. Did I leave them on my pants? Because I had them on a hook, and I couldn't not I couldn't find my keys. I ran up and down the through the kitchen and up the stairs. Did looked in the hunt the same place a hundred times, and I was walking through the kitchen like four times to find these keys. And I was like, I don't understand where they are. The one time when the final time I came back down the stairs. I came back into the kitchen, and there they were sitting in the middle of the kitchen floor. Like, like right there. Like, it was unavoidable. It was so weird to me. I was like, what? I would have heard them fall off my pants, off my my hip. They weren't on my body. I would have heard them fall off the table, off the hook. It would have been, it was crazy. So I was like, okay, there's no explanation to that. That was crazy. 
Definitely it would happen with my glasses a lot too. The, the weirdest part was there was everything was always placed in the middle of the floor. A floor, yeah. Like, that's what happened with hers too. Yeah. It, it, it's like this ghost likes to do this stuff. Yeah, it was like just a little trick. funny little like, joke. He, he, trick. Put them right yeah. here where you can't miss them to make you feel yeah. stupid. <laughs> yeah. Great. Thanks. Oh. The ghost is just insulting. Okay. This is all juicy, juicy ghost information we're getting here. I can't handle anymore. I need a refill of advertising. So we'll take a quick commercial break, and then we'll come right back and hear more spooky ghost stories from my mom. Granola dips, a hauntingly wholesome Halloween treat. Chewy granola dipped in real milk chocolate. The perfect treat for your little monsters. <laughs> wow, what an ad. I can't believe this. I, I really am lucking out with these commercials here. Mom, you didn't even get to hear that commercial, but I didn't either because I haven't edited it into the podcast yet, but I know it's one of the best. <laughs> Hopefully it's one that you like. Yeah, All right, sure now let's get back to what the heck's happening in this house in haunted Milford, Massachusetts. Well, and another thing I found out from the woman who used to live in the house that I met a month after uh, we moved in, when they moved in, which was in the 60s, um, they met the woman who owned the house before them a month after they moved in. Oh, so everyone kept meeting the same people. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. And the woman came up, I think came by. So the people in the 60s who met the old owners, what years did they live in the house? They lived here for 13 years. So okay, I think so from just like, like the... 60 to 70 something. Oh, like okay, that. okay. Yeah. So the woman before them was um, a very older woman. She well, that's like what I mean. How, when did that woman live in the house? That she lived in that before they got there, so before the 60s, so probably like 40s and 50s. So it was like 20 years or whatever. I wasn't yeah, sure if she, she was there. They were for here like, a long. They were there a long time, I think. She um, she talked to the mother, the mother of the girl I spoke to, because the girl I spoke to was the daughter. She said, um, "Oh yeah," she said, and my mother met the owner about a month after we moved in, and she asked her the same question. She said, "Did you meet the ghost? How do you like the ghost?" And the, her mother said, what do you mean? And she, so she explained. She said, I, we, we think it's a nice ghost, but he does like to do little tricks on people. She said, and I think he'll like you. I think he'll be glad you moved in. Wow. So they, the previous owner. So there's a history of this house having a ghost as well as each owner meets the previous owner and they're told, oh, there's a ghost. Then there was, oh, so then there was the episode, which I think was shortly after the stairs and things. Well, I always remember the ghost being a kid. I thought we thought it was a kid because I remember there's a popping sound we used to hear. And we yeah. always, I remember talking to you guys and we, I thought we came to the conclusion that it was like a cork gun or something that we thought we were oh, hearing. Oh, I air. don't know about that. I know there was popping sounds in the wall behind the fridge. Maybe that's what I was remember. That's what I remember. Yeah. What yeah, was I it? Did we ever figure out what that was? No, it hasn't happened in a while either. Pop, like what kind of pop? Like a cork coming out of a bottle? Just like a popping sound. It's just, I don't know how to describe like it. bubble wrap maybe? Just like, yeah, but louder. 
But did dads ever? But dads probably ripped no, those walls apart. Now he took the whole thing apart, and there's all brand new studs and stuff in there, and then it still kept happening. As a carpenter, did dad ever think what he thought that might be? No, he thought maybe it was heat, you know, heat and expansion. But he changed the walls, and we did find on that wall that that was the old back doorway. Because when he pulled the wall out, we found the frame. Oh, for the, the back doorway, doorway was behind the refrigerator. Uh, behind, like, where the stove is. Oh, the door was right there? Yeah, and uh, the back door. And then we won, well, it could have been someone, like, knocking. Oh, that's so spooky. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I don't even like thinking about that. (laughs) Oh, ghost friend is trying to come inside. But he can't get there because the refrigerator is blocking his way. The door is not there anymore. Where's the door? Wow. Well, that's a cool theory. I like that. Yeah. Maybe so. Guarantee. But then there There's was no the explanation. time that Josh and Seth were upstairs in your old bedroom, the big bedroom. Yeah. And they were watching TV, and we there were ceiling fans everywhere in this house. Yep. We took them all down, but they had a fan, fan on, and it was they had a fan, and it was turned off. Yeah. So Josh was on the phone with a friend. Seth was watching TV from the bunk bed, and Joshua said, looked up, and he goes, "Oh my goodness." He said, the ceiling fan in our bedroom just started to go around really slow, and it's turned off. And then it went around in a circle, like probably one full rotation, and then it stopped. And then it went backwards the other way, a full rotation. And then it turned and went back again the same direction. One more, and then it just stopped, and Josh was like, oh, boy, and it- someone's in the room with us. <laughs> That's weird because a it was off, so maybe you could say it was oh, like a wiring thing and like power was yeah. getting to it and it was turning. But did it yeah. even have a reverse mode where it would go the other way? Uh, it could have, but I don't. I don't remember, remember you would have it to having switch that. It. You'd have I remember to have it just had like two it. speeds. It was like yeah, on. it had and two then speeds. Faster. Right, and then there was like a light, you know. So you yeah, turn the light and, on it, or and there wasn't a slow mode like that. The slow no, mode was still moving slow. pretty no. fast. Right. It was just like someone was pushing it with their finger. Yeah. That's what's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. and then it went backwards. And, it, and the fact that they did it so precisely, it's not like it just did right. it for a second and glitched sort of like a little right. surge got to it. Right. It went right. full rotation and the, and stop. And the wall switch was down. Back. The wall switch was off. Yeah. So there was no power to it. I mean, the go- that just means the ghost is staying there. Right yep. next to Josh's, he's laying on the floor, looking yep. at him, goes, watch this. And he's going to spin it with his finger <laughs> and spins it back to freak him out. <laughs> and then, to make no doubt, he went back a third time. Yeah. So it wasn't just, just twice, like, you know. It's me. I'm here. Yeah. Watch out. And then there was your episode of the doorknob. Oh, yeah. This is the best story I have personally. And I think it was a and pretty then the good s- thing. the squeaky floor, too, you used That to was the same night. I've told this yeah. in the past, but in case people haven't heard it, I'll tell it again. I was sleeping in my room. My girlfriend was over. I was sleeping on the floor pretty close to the door, and she was in my bed. And all of a sudden, we're just laying there talking. All of a sudden, the doorknob jiggled really fast. Like someone grabbed it and went, like jiggled it as rapidly as they could. And it like jolted me up and I opened the door to try to see. I thought I, I just assumed it was Seth because Seth was at his girlfriend's house. And I thought, and so we were alone upstairs in the top of that, in the top story. Yeah. You guys, but your room was downstairs. Yes. No one was in the house. I could still hear you guys snoring because you were right directly below me. Your room was below me. I don't snore. Your father does. Oh, yeah. So I heard the wild animals outside growling. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been it must have been the wolves I heard in Massachusetts wolves. 
That's it. I, I heard you guys, you guys were snoring as we were talking, so I knew you were asleep. I don't and I, I was snore. like, I thought Seth snuck in the house to scare me. So I opened the door <laughs> and looked around, and there was no one there. And when you open your put your head out that door, you can see the entire upstairs if you poke your head out. You can see into the yeah. bathroom, you can see into the room on the left, which is your room now, and you can see down the staircase. Nobody yeah. was there. And I would have heard oh. him shuffling and trying to hide because the house is tiny and creaky. So I was like, okay. What the heck was that? And it was like very rapid. It was actually kind of an intense thing. Yeah. And I was, then I started thinking, oh, it's trash bag. Maybe trash bag tried to like touch the doorknob and like get in or something. But he that's our, that's our cat, by the way. The cat it wouldn't have been able to reach that and gri- grip no. it that fast to jiggle it. No. With his paws. Move it. Right. There's no way. So right. I was like, and I was talking to her about it. I was like, okay, what is that? I was like, it must have been the ghost. And she's like, don't say that. No. She didn't want to hear that. And I got kind of excited. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. And then shortly after, I started hearing like, uh, a ring, 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 like a repetitive creaking. I was like, oh, the ghost is doing something now. So I started talking to the ghost and I was like, oh, it's okay. If you want to come in, come in. Because I really wanted to see him. And I was like, it also made me feel less scared <laughs> if I talked to it, make it like, I'm not afraid. I w- I'm accepting this, but I was actually very afraid. And then she's like, stop, stop dialing that ghost to come in the room. And then it's eventually stopped, and I opened the door and looked around to see if Seth was out there again. He wasn't there. And when I stepped over the doorway, over the threshold into the hallway, I made a creak when I stepped on the floor. And then I yeah. had to, like, fidget around and, like, step around a little bit to f- eventually replicate that sound of the creaking. So I eventually was able to recreate the noise of... And when I was doing it, I was standing there looking into the room at her as she was laying there. And I was I was rocking left and right on my feet like I was shifting my weight. And I was basically just rocking like a crazy person staring at you, like creaking the floor away. And it was such a scary image for her to see me like do it rocking. It was like this is what the ghost was doing. It was looking at us rocking back and forth, looking at us through the door. And that's at the time when I thought it was a kid. So I thought it was like a kid messing with us. But thinking it's a man. That I think it's me a, out. I think it's a young man, 23 years old. I think he has sandy blonde hair. He's thin. And I think it's the son of the woman who built this house. Why do you because think he, all that? Uh, that's the image I got when I tried to picture who it would be. And, Did you ever do... T- uh, well, I should mention to everyone that you do tarot cards and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And you, you and Seth mm-hmm. have very strong intuitions. A lot of times the things you'll say come true and things yeah. you'll think like happen. Yeah. Uh, so I tend to trust your instincts because some weird spooky stuff has happened in the past. But what did you ever like try to picture him or talk to him or do tarot I, I, cards on him or anything? That's the picture I got. Okay. That's the picture I got. Wow. And um, I'm pretty sure his name was John because the owner's husband's name was John. Um, and he died. The boy died young. Um, so this is something you found fever. out? This is information you found out about him? And the other funny thing, I just remembered this, Nathan. Um, right after we moved in, the woman who used to live kitty corner across the street, we called her the drummer, the drummer's house. Yep. Uh, across on Otis. Yep. Um, she said, oh, she said, how do you like your house? And I was like, oh, it's fine. She goes, you know, she said, your house is known as the haunted house. Oh, so even I didn't know when that. She, even when she grew up, it, it was known as the haunted house because... I think way back, this boy died in this house. And then when I looked up the records of the house, he did die. He died young and he died of what they called brain fever. And brain fever. So someone in this house did die. Yeah. 
And Did brain he... fever wow. was, I believe, um, meningitis back then. Wow. So, yeah. So, so he died I, at 23 look, from meningitis. I, well, we think. I think. That's from oh, well, what I put together on the you're records. Still, you're still sort of like, like messing around. Well, he's young. So maybe yeah, he was young. He's yeah. messing with everybody. So, and it was right after the Civil War, so it could have been that he was in the war and he came home and, you know, something. he had an illness. Wow. Uh, but then there I was that other this. thing. After the floor squeak, right around that time, maybe a little after, all the when we first moved in, Seth was here alone in the house with his friend and they were downstairs in the kitchen and they both heard a crash a big crash upstairs like in the small bedroom oh really so they were like what the heck so Seth was like oh no I'm gonna be in trouble I don't know what something broke or something <laughs> I'm gonna be in trouble for it probably sounded like so a TV fell over he, or something he, it sounded he thought remember the big bureau that was in the small bedroom with the big curvy front was it when it was, it was my room was it my room at the time I don't remember whose room it was. It could have been your room. I don't remember the big bureau. The big bureau. Oh, was, the one big Josh used to use, that big brown bureau. The big brown one, that was Pops. It was yeah, Pops yeah, bureau I think Josh used when he that was for young. a while. Yeah, and so it was on that bathroom wall. Yep. yep. And they, Seth went, oh my God, he said, I think that bureau crashed over. And he couldn't understand why it would crash over because it's very stable and really heavy. Yeah. So he ran upstairs to see what it was. And there was nothing, nothing wrong. Everything was in place. And they and just they... heard this huge crash. So when Seth came wow. downstairs, he said, there's nothing wrong to his friend. And um, she was she was terrified. So she said, I'm out of here. <laughs> she left and wow. wouldn't come back in the house. <laughs> wow. I got to talk yeah. to Seth about that. That's crazy. Yeah, Seth, if, he'll remember. That's cool. Was... I like when two people hear something and you're yeah. not expecting it. That, me, that yeah. to me confirms something is going yeah. on. That's real. Yeah. Yeah, and Dad, he can't remember all of it, but he's pretty sure he was either upstairs or he was down here, and he heard the water running in the bathroom before we redid the bathroom, the yep. old bathroom, and he went upstairs, and the hot water was on running full. Oh, weird. And nobody was up there. Yeah, that happens a lot, too, in other houses with water turning on and off, or lights Is there, like, a mechanical thing that can happen where, like, the nozzle can loosen up because the metal's not doing something? Our, not at that time with those faucets, yeah, it was just like a regular plastic ones. It was just like an eighties you know? faucet. Yeah, they're just those little round plasticky ones that look like. Yeah, you know, and it says hot round. and cold on it, whatever. Yeah, and it's like yeah, clear you know, plastic. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. They're not levers, you know. Yeah, where like maybe the ones you have now move. are like old brass ones and stuff, right? The ones we have now are antiques. Yeah, you know, from an old old sink. So. But like those eighties ones, there's no reason that would just turn and turn. No, that's crazy. No, and no, yeah. none of us would ever turn the water on and leave it. No. And nobody was upstairs. That's Dad was downstairs, and there was crazy. nobody upstairs in the house. Yeah. Wow. So I don't, th and I think that's all that happened so far. And then things got really quiet. The more we did the house, the more that we brought the house back to what it used to look like in 1860. Yeah. Um, the quieter things got. It's been very quiet lately. And every Halloween, I always start yelling and screaming, saying, "Where are you? We need some action here." <laughs> yeah. Well, that's we what need they say. Action. All these stories I read and all these books everywhere. Everyone says there's lots of activity when they first move in. The yeah. ghosts are like upset and they don't want you there yeah. and they start well, they doing stuff. And are. after about yeah. three or so years, few years, mm -hmm. it calms mm -hmm. down and you get something every once in a while, maybe. But there always comes a point where nothing happens after a while. Oh, spooky. My mom's showing me a, a napkin with a jack-o'-lantern <laughs> face on it. 
<laughs> Why'd you have to scare me now? It's getting dark out. Yeah, see? <laughs> Great. You'll be sorry now. Yeah. yeah that's all wow. I can remember for now. I think that's everything. That's more than I ever remember it happening. Yeah. I don't remember the yeah. crash at Seth heard. I just yeah. remember the I mean, footsteps and then with the doorknob yeah. that happened with me and the ceiling yeah. fan turning on for Josh and Seth. The fans for Josh. Yeah. And wow. then at one point, I thought when Dad and I were still in the small bedroom downstairs off the kitchen... Um, which was the room that the mirror slid down the wall in for the yeah, other office. Yeah. Um, I, I looked in, I was sitting in the kitchen and I looked into that room. Dad was laying in the bed and asleep and there was a little bit of light going into that room from the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So on that far wall, there was a little bit of light on the wall. And I thought I saw an outline, a shadow of someone who would have looked like what I pictured the ghost to look oh, like, yeah. a young boy, thin just kind of go across the wall. Oh, that's spooky. Like walking, like as if it made a shadow because he was walking past. Yeah. And that was one of the last things I think I saw. Wow. Wow. But whenever I lose something and I can't find anything, I still yell out and say, I need such and such and I need you to help me find it and I need it right away. And I inevitably end up finding it reasonably soon. Confirmed. Ghost. Yeah. Not... (laughs) Couldn't couldn't be misplacing it on your own. Well, I could have misplaced it. No, but I ghost didn't necessarily it. find it. Scientifically <laughs> impossible for you to misplace it. Well, I could have misplaced it, but it's the finding that's the no, exciting it's the ghost part. Taking it from you, confirmed, oh. stealing oh, well. it to prank you. Well, I was gonna Maybe. say this. Uh, I didn't even get to get into you, get into this with you about what happened. We'll have to do it on another episode. If people are enjoying this episode, maybe have you come back as a, on a second episode where you mm. can de- you can tell. Maybe Dad could be there too, um, oh, and tell what happened at the Wayside Inn where oh, you guys yeah, stay. Dad. Dad has to tell you that. Yeah. That unless you want him to tell you now. No, I'm no, no. It's already long enough no. episode. Okay. <laughs> Can't give him too much. He'll have a heart attack. Probably. Yeah, good, Dad has to tell you the Wayside story because I, I remember a lot of it, but it was Dad that was physically touched Yeah, by Le- Jerusha Howe, the ghost of the Wayside Inn. Jerusha Howe. There's a place called the Wayside Inn in Massachusetts. Concord, Mass- Is it in, what? It's in Concord, Massachusetts. I know. He wants you to talk to him about I, it. I the- went... I went to this place with my parents recently. It's super old. It's really cool. It looks so haunted, and it is. It is. My parents stayed there in the original section of this place, and it's just this tiny little place. Well, the haunted room. Ghost straight up grabbed my dad's legs, and my dad is the logical one of the pair, of the two of you. So, I'm not illogical. Oh, yeah. I'm the fun one. I'm yeah, the fun one. You're the fun one. Yeah, like me. Everything that happens, it's a ghost. Confirm. <laughs> but Absolutely. I'm glad that it actually happened to Dad because if yeah. it happened to you, yeah. it's like well, no. that, everything happens to you. She um she haunts men. That's yeah, and that's the, that's even creepier. Known. Yeah. Because yeah. she's looking for her husband or something. She's looking for her her love that left her and never came back. So Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah her, we'll have to talk betrothed. about that next time. Yeah. Well, thank you for telling me all of this, all right, this juicy ghost love information. You. Love you, all too. Right, I love you. All right. Happy halloween Happy Halloween, everyone. Wow. What an episode. Can't believe I got my own mom. Such a celebrity guest. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed. 
this episode. It was a fun special episode for me. I thought it would be cool to share some ghost stories that I've experienced and my mom experienced and my brothers and basically everyone in my whole family living in the house that lived in the house. Things that we experienced instead of reading a story, uh, do a special Halloween episode. So there you go. Thanks for supporting. Thanks for listening. If you guys have your own stories uh, and you want to share them, do so on my private discord you get to the discord through the patreon so if you're able to support on patreon tell me your stories and i will read them or send me a voice memo and i will play it thanks for listening once again i'll see you soon bye bye